Follow your dreams, everyone. <laughs> I'm Kaya. And I'm Aspen. And we're burning the disco down. Okay, we're reframing this podcast this week to make it more of like a TED Talk. Well, I just came up with that off the top of my mind. Okay. As TED Talk as we can be because it's still us. No, this is going to be the most unserious TED Talk of all time. Right. Because it's still us. We're in a silly, goofy mood today. But the the topic is not silly, goofy mood. Right. The Yeah. So this week we want to talk about something that we're both super passionate about and something that if I think about for too long, my head will explode. Like kind of when you think about outer space or like the ocean, like how big it is, because that's what I always think about. Um, We're talking about following your dreams, being the main character of your own life, lucky girl syndrome, manifestation, karma's for real. And we're not just saying that because it's in a Taylor Swift song. Karma is... The thunder. Karma like legitimately is real. Karma like, is legitimately on your scent like a bounty hunter. Correct. Karma's gonna track you down. Karma literally is my bestie. Yeah, facts. <laughs> and my mom always said that growing up. She said karma's my bestie. No. <laughs> but like she always told me that like karma was real. Oh, I truly believe karma's real. Should we start with karma? What goes around comes around. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so growing up, my mom always. <laughs> Back to the beginning, the day I was born. <laughs> you guys, this is why we can't have one serious moment. We're trying to have like a, we're trying to have an inspirational, exciting podcast, and we can't even like get through one sentence. Okay, and scene. Okay, growing up, my mom like always told me about karma, like legitimately all the time. Was always like, whatever you put out into the world, you're gonna get back. Mm-hmm. Like I was always such a negative kid. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and like I don't know I always like thought the, but I think also I just had anxiety and like undiagnosed yeah. so yeah so I just had like anxiety about everything but I was always like so pessimistic and my dad's like this too well we'll just like automatically assume that like the worst thing's gonna happen uh-huh. and my mom will always be like well if you're like putting that energy out like that's what you're gonna get back mm-hmm. and she always used to say that growing up and she always used to tell me about how like karma would come back around like literally all the time and I was like yeah sure mom like whatever come to find I'd my mom knows so much information all the time and it's so crazy and shout out literally my roommate always jokes that like she's a witch because like (laughs) this woman manifests stuff so like literally so crazy and when i was born this is off a tangent i'm sorry what are you gonna do um when i was born she got like a booklet made have i talked about this on the podcast before i don't know but i know about it yeah if you guys have heard this already sorry but when i was born my mom got like a booklet made of my birth chart and like what my life was gonna be like based off of my exact birth chart and like stuff has happened to me and she's been like oh it's just like in the book and she like has always wanted me to read it but it's like freaked me out so I never did because I was like I don't really want to know yeah I get that (laughs) um but yeah like my roommate always jokes that she's like a witch because she like she has your whole life in a book like she knows what's happening she like manifests stuff all the time she's like huge crystal girl like I want to be like that so bad yeah I love crystals I think they're so fun yeah um but yeah like I like always grew up thinking that and now now that I've had like life experiences I know that that's true yeah maybe this episode will be like what I wish someone told me to you know yeah I feel like karma is something that you also learn and it's like honestly when Taylor Swift says karma is a relaxing thought like it truly is because when someone does something bad for like bad to you or like some they do something bad or something that you disagree with I always think like 
okay, well, I don't need to, like, fight back because karma will come back around. Like, it doesn't... Yeah. It's not my job. I always... Well, I'm also just a really angry person, so I will fight back. But then after the fact, I'm like, you know what? Like, something's going to happen to them eventually. Exactly. Like, if something... If someone's a bad person, they'll get what's coming to them. Like, it'll work out eventually. Yeah. It's also just kind of like everything happens for a reason. Exactly. I believe that so much. And I'm, like, not a religious person, but, like, I just... Everything happens for a reason. I'm not a religious person, but I believe in, like, the universe. Yeah, like, stuff is, like, connected. Yeah. Right. Everything happens for a reason. Every single thing that's ever happened to me in my life, I can, like, find a reason that it happened. Yeah. And I know, like, obviously some things are harder than others, like, trauma and stuff, but, like, you do think big picture, like, oh, if that wouldn't have happened, I would have got, I wouldn't have gotten here. If I wouldn't have, like, talked to that person, I would have never, like, gotten here. It's just so crazy. Invisible stream vibes. Yeah. For sure. Which is probably why my mom likes that song so much. Because she also believes She's that like, everything happens for a reason. Did you know Invisible Strings in the book? <laughs> we both have um, Everything Happens for a Reason tattoos. That's we cute. Have, we have matching ones. I just believe that so much. Yeah. And karma, like... Like I said... Broken ankle, karma rules. Com- facts. <laughs> I love saying that. Facts. I, I think a lot of people have, like either religion or just like core values like a lifelike compass if you yeah. will to like point them in the right direction yeah um and I think like karma for me is a big one even like small things like I put my cart back at the grocery exactly. store and like you know stuff that's like pay it forward yeah. I'll like open the door for somebody or even like buy the person's coffee in front of me like occasionally yeah. but stuff like that like the stuff that you would never think about like making an impact on your life yeah even if I'm wrong and it doesn't and but in my mind I'm like I'll put my cart at the grocery store back and the good karma will come back to me and then like one like good helping thing someone happens. put their luggage in the overhead bin exactly on the plane. like stuff like that or like yeah. holding the door when they're holding a lot or like you know all those tiny things and then one good thing will happen to me and I'm like wow that's because I did that like yeah even though I don't think about it in the moment so deeply no I like live my life that way yeah but also it's funny because I have a couple friends that, like, they'll mention or they'll, like, say that they should do things. And it's, like, it's not, like, morally bad, but you're just kind of, like, "Eh." It gives you, like, a life, like, guidance. Yeah, and it's not, like, like they're great people. It's just funny because, like, I'm, like, well, maybe we shouldn't do that. And they're, like, damn it, Kaya, you're such a good person. (laughs) And then something will happen. They'll be, like, Kaya Karma, like, whatever. (laughs) You literally believe, like, if you put good into the world, it'll come back to you and... The more you believe that, the more it will happen, too. And that's, like, manifestation, I think. Yeah. But you're also just a happier person if you're, like, doing good, small things for others, good things for yourself. Like, yeah. If you don't put your car back at the grocery store, obviously, it's not going to have a big impact on your I day. I hate when people don't put their but carts like, back at the grocery exactly. store. Exactly. And then, like, the person working at the grocery store will have a horrible day because then they have to go get all the carts. Like, so it's, like, the little things add up. And then, like, yeah. they're probably going to be behind on something else. And, like, yeah. their life is and, just going to be yeah, harder. Yeah, you're just, like, making their life harder. And for what? Yeah. And then you could have just put your cart back. It's and ten more steps. Be peaceful <laughs> and go on with your day and know you did a, the right thing. Yeah. So it's, it's always easier to just do the right thing that you know is right even if it's a tiny inconvenience to you it'll pay off in the long run it will and let me tell you about an instance (laughs) that was a direct correlation of karma let's do it i don't know if i talked about this on here i must have i don't know i don't know we'll talk about it again though because it's a fun story so this girl on tiktok we're mutuals now but she posted about like 
this terrible journey that she's had. She, like, had cancer. Her, like, car got totaled. It was, like, so many Aww. things. Like, horrible. And she was asking SeatGeek for tickets to One Night Only for Harry. And I was like, oh, like, she really deserves that. Like, I wasn't going to One Night Only. Like, I was like, she deserves to be there. Like, that's a lot. And so I tagged SeatGeek in a comment on her post. And SeatGeek used my comment to announce that they were giving her tickets to one night only and then the girl ended up getting tickets to one night only i think tickets to any of the residencies because then the residencies residencies were announced like right after that and then also tickets like she was running a giveaway like you know how seeking always like gives you tickets uh-huh. and then also gives you tickets to give away so she did all of that and they used they literally used my comment to make the video and i was like in the moment, we were like, no way. I was like, I was the first person to tag SeatGeek in her video, too, because she didn't even, like, this was before SeatGeek was really doing it. Like, they had sent a couple of my friends to Coachella, but, like, it wasn't when they were doing it for, like, everyone. Yeah. And I literally was like, oh, like, SeatGeek, you should really help her out. Like, whatever. Like, she really deserves to be there. And then after that, everyone else started tagging SeatGeek. So I was, like, the first person to tag them. And then they used that to, like, that's what they saw, and that's how she got them. But I was like, Wow. And then I was really jealous because I was like, well, I want to go to One Night Only. Like, she got so many tickets. She got residency Exactly. Tickets. And I was like, you know what? It's okay. Like, I'll get really good karma. Like, she really deserves to go. And then we got, I mean, how many tickets did I buy during the residency presale? I don't even know. I literally bought, like, I had pit for, like, every single show that I bought tickets for. And then, but that was whatever. That was, like, I fought to the death for those. But when the Harry Ween general sale went out, I was the first person in the queue to get in, and I got, like, the last face value pit ticket for Harry Ween. And I was like, there's my karma. Like, instant payback from that. It always comes back around. Good and bad. It's going to track you down. Step by step from From town town to town. town. Just listen to Karma by Taylor Swift every single morning featuring Ice Spice if you want, and you'll have a good moral compass. Yeah. But anyways, I just think, like, it's a good thing to keep in the back of your mind, and... It's not something I ever thought about until I, like, not that I'm old, but, like, right. matured a little. Yeah. And, like, learned about the world more and, like, figured out my own values and beliefs in the world. Yeah. And I think that that is just Also, you important. just, like, you never know what someone else is going through. So like, true. just be a good person. So like, true. Life is too short to be mean. Like, it's so true. Preach. And also, like, why are you being mean for no reason? Like, exactly. It's just, it's dumb. And... I think a it's lot of people think, like, being mean is, like, going up to someone's face and being, like, you're ugly. But there's a lot of different ways that you can be mean. Like, if someone at the coffee shop isn't, like, if the barista is not, like, being nice to you, that's not a reason for you to not be nice back. Yeah. And, like, that's how I live my life is I'm always, like, have Golden a great rule. day. To treat people as you would like to be treated. So true. And, like, it's so easy if someone's just, like, what do you want to be, like, yeah okay like Like, you know yeah to be like rude back but instead it's like oh like thank you so much like just go on with your day and at least at the end of the day when you go to sleep at night you know you have a sense of peace and calm and know that you were nice to everyone that day and like you know obviously everyone can do stuff better but just to know like the bottom line like you did your best yeah and like and just like i don't know spread kindness (laughs) yeah like again you never know what people are going through and like judging people like why yeah what's the point it's not your life like exactly. it's just yeah and then going off of judging people on to our next topic i think like not caring about what other people think about you is the first step 
to becoming the main character of your life. Oh, 100%. And I'm terrible about it, but that's because I have anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> um, I saw this girl post, and she... Oh, what's her name? It's, like, Hallie or whatever. She's, like, friends with Jazzy, and they mm-hmm. all live in New York. Okay. It's, like, the three of them. I don't know if you've seen them on TikTok. Um, I've seen Jazzy, I think. Yeah, so it's, like, Jazzy... Hallie or Haley, I don't know how you pronounce it. Wait, is she blonde? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And she's like the most distinct voice yeah, in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she has a whole video series about the outfits she used to wear in high school. Oh, I've seen that. Because they're like so over the top yeah. and like looking back on them, they're so cringy. Yeah. And everyone always comments and they're like, how are you not embarrassed about, like, how are you not going to school embarrassed? Uh-huh. And she literally, <laughs> she made a video and she was like, embarrassment is like literally just the state of mind. Exactly. Like, just tell yourself that you're not embarrassed and you're not embarrassed anymore. Exactly. And I was like, you're so right. Like, it's You're- so hard to be like, don't care what other people yeah. think. Because if I was in high school right now and someone said that to me, I would be like, I don't, but really every second of every waking day, that's all I thought about. Yeah. Like, you never think about anything else. And, and so, like, I think- even still, like, exactly. And at I the think- freaking bagel shop today, I was <laughs> like, oh my God, I'm being so judged right yeah. now. Like, I was like, I'm so uncomfy. I think, like, it does come with, like, growing up, you just care less and less, and you care more about, like, staying in your lane and doing your own thing. And also, if you really think about it, like, you always think that, like, everyone's looking at you or that everyone's, like, judging you or whatever, but, like, in reality, if you think about it, I never pay attention to anybody else, no, like, literally ever. I think that's, like, the biggest thing that I wish I could, like, tell myself when I was younger is think about how much you think about yourself, what you're wearing, what you're thinking, what you're saying, yeah. all that stuff. Everyone else is thinking the exact same thing, yeah, and it's about not themselves. just you. So they don't have time or like the space in their head to be thinking about anybody else, just like you're not thinking about anybody yeah. else. And if you do judge someone, it's like a split second, like, oh, those pants are weird or something, and then you never think about it again for yeah. the rest of your life. Yeah. And so, like, that's what I always think is like, if I'm <laughs> doing something like, if I'm wearing like a okay, this is like a really stupid example, but like where Kai and I live is like very mountainy, sporty. Like a lot of people like when you go out at night, people are wearing like more fun outfits, but like it's not like you're walking like the streets of New York. Yeah. And so like when I'm like going out on like my birthday or something and I'm wearing like a super cute, like sparkly dress that like no one else would ever wear. Yeah. I'm like, if one person like looked at this and thought it was weird, like I don't care because right. it's fun and it's like fun yeah. to wear. And I just like wish I could like tell myself that before because no one thinks about you. No, exactly. And like you think that they are, but that's yeah. just because like you're only thinking about you. Yeah. So then it's just, yeah. Like think about how much you think about yourself and then think about how much you think about other people. And if you're spending that much time thinking about other people, you're in the minority and you need to don't go to therapy. Yeah, you need some help. <laughs> like you are the main character in your own life, but you're not the main character in somebody else's. Exactly. And I think that is... That was a slay way to put it. That is the point of this episode. Because it's it's like, you have to be the main character of your own life. You have to do whatever you yeah. want. You can't care what anyone else thinks about you. But also, you have to have empathy for other people. And, like, no karma will come back around. So, like, you're the side character in their life. Like, yeah. don't take over their life, almost. Yeah. And, like, again, like, just because you're the main character in your own life no one else is paying attention because they exactly. don't know you. Like, it's not like you're running around and everyone's like, whoa, look at that person. Like, that's my problem. And I do this so much. Like, when I'm in restaurants and stuff, I always think that, like, everyone's looking at me and it, like, stresses me out. And I know that they're not. Yeah, but it's just, not. like, in my head, I'm yeah. like, oh, my God, this is so embarrassing. But like, think about, like, how much you look at other people. Exactly. Never. No. 
Like, literally ever. No. The only time, I, like, think about this a lot. The only time I look at other people or, like, notice something about someone is when I think about something that I like about them, not something I don't like about them. Okay, well, that's because we're good people. Okay, true, but those people we don't want to associate with anyway, so, like, I don't care what they think about well, yeah, me. Yeah, that's, that's true. what I always think. I'm like, yeah. if someone doesn't like something about me, why would I want to be friends with them? Yeah, true. Like, I their like, opinion doesn't matter to me. Exactly. Or if someone doesn't like me, I'm like, okay, then you're not my person. Like, that's yeah. fine. Like, I think also growing up is realizing that, like, you're not going to get along with everybody, and that's yeah. okay. Yeah. And, like... I still struggle with that. I'm yeah. a big people pleaser. <laughs> I think I am a people pleaser to a point where I just, like, know at one point it's just not going to work. Yeah. And that's when you just, like, have to let go because it's just, like, life's too short to be, like, sitting and trying to get everyone to like you because... At the end of the day, you have your group of people that like you and why I think about this all the time in relationships when people are like, like when girls or guys are chasing people who are like, I don't really like you. Yeah. Why would you ever want to be with somebody who doesn't, who doesn't like you? Well, (laughs) as someone who does that, (laughs) let me tell you. For me, I really enjoy the chase and yeah. like I like to idealize someone yeah. and then once they do like me, I don't like them anymore. I think that happens to a lot of people. So. And I don't have advice on that nope. because I like understand it. Yeah. It's mental illness. I don't know. Yeah. That's all I could say. I feel like that. I could do like, I could do an actual TED talk on relationship advice just like for being in a relationship, but not like for getting into right. one. <laughs> so... <laughs> I don't have any advice for you. We're like the polar opposite. I know. Like, we so could do funny. one together, though. Like, you could do the first part yeah. and I could do the second. Except I've never actually been in a relationship, <laughs> so I couldn't do that. You I have no advice either. I know how to meet people. I just don't yeah, that's, like to that's take what it you further do. than that. Yeah. I'm really great at small talk, guys. <laughs> Shockingly <laughs> enough, even though I have terrible anxiety. Um... I'm horrible at small talk, so... My thing is, like, once I'm in the conversation, I'm fine. Yeah. It's, like, getting into the conversation that gives me anxiety. I'm the opposite of you. And then once I'm in there, I'm like... Okay, <laughs> I'm the exact opposite. Yeah. Like, if someone walks up to me and says something, or, like, I'll walk up to somebody... Yeah. See, I don't do that. But then after that initial, like, hi, yeah. hi, whatever I needed to say... Yeah. I'm... I have... My mind's blank yeah all i see is white there's i can't think of i can't even think of one word in the english dictionary i spend every time she picks up the microphone at taylor oh fest my, don't bring that up my full job what, you, what was it that you said last night that you said like so many words and i was like you just said so oh, much i can't a, remember i don't either but you said so i said many so words. many words oh I, it was before new romantics so i was like oh yeah. i want to see you guys on your feet i want to see you dancing i want to see you screaming i want to see you crying i want to see you laughing or something like that and i just kept i think you said running too adjectives. i was like i want to see you running around everyone's like what did she just say and i'm like i don't know either <laughs> yeah but anyways back to conversation i'm like horrible like if you came up to me at taylor fest and was like Thank you so much. Like, I'm having the best time. I would yeah. love to talk to you. Yeah. But, like, after we said, like, three words to each other, you would have to continue the con- conversation because yeah. I get so uncomfortable. See, I don't go up to people, but if someone comes up to me, can then I can... we need to go together? I'll start yeah. it, and then you continue. That's pretty just, much like, exactly how it goes. <laughs> yeah. Literally, us at the Arrows tour. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just, like, run out of things to say, and I've been really working on this. Like, everyone always tells me to ask people questions because people yeah. love talking about themselves. Yep. So I try to do that, but, like... 
in the moment, I can't think of anything to say. Yeah. And so, like, that's what I'm working on. That is a good point. Like, that's a good tip, though, in, like, networking or anything. If you are at a party or, like, an event where you don't know a lot of people, that used to be my worst fear of all time. And now I'm getting better at it. Like, I'm really good at just, like, the initial high. But everyone loves talking about themselves. Yeah. Not one person on this earth doesn't like because talk about themselves. everyone's the main character in their own life. Exactly. <laughs> if, you, if there's someone that's a parent, they love talking about their kids. If yeah. it's like, you know, someone that's really passionate about their job, whatever, just like find something, be like, yeah. so where are you from? I saw this TikTok comment and it was like, I always start questions like when I'm like networking or whatever with like what, why or like how or something and it's like what do you do and then it's like why do you like doing that or like how'd you get into that yeah and so then like the conversation will stem from there so I think that is like a good tip for like being less awkward because I get so awkward um but also being the main character in your life is is like I think one of the main things is having confidence yeah and that's like hard yeah like if you don't already have it it's hard yeah and i don't think anyone on this earth like actually has it i think everyone just pretends oh 100 percent. because that's what i do yeah my i don't i'm like trying to think about a time when i like like how i ended up having confidence yeah and i just okay well to be fair <laughs> i like kind of had to because I stick out a lot, so it's, like, well, like, growing up, like, I yeah, was, like, yeah, always yeah. the tallest person yeah, yeah, yeah. in the whole grade. So you have to be, like, confident about your height. Yeah, because, like, people would always be, like, oh, like, I don't know. My mom would always say this to me, too, like, for interviews and stuff. Like, she was, like, when you walk into the room, like, you're already in charge of it because of how tall you are, like, and I can't do anything about that. Yeah. So it's, like, you have to own it. Exactly. And so I think I just kind of had to force myself into it. Yeah. I could talk about confidence all day long. Because I, like, truly had no confidence for so long that yeah. I think, like, when I was, like, trying to come into, like, who I am, which I don't think I'm, like, a full person yet. I think I'm, like, <laughs> learning. But, like, I'm just a shell. doing better. <laughs> I think, like, the main thing with confidence is fake it till you make it. And I know people just say that all the time. But, like, if someone's not confident about something about themselves, it's so noticeable. Like, yeah. if you, for example, have, like, a bad haircut and someone's like I love your hair and you're like oh my god like I do not like my hair right now yeah. like it makes the other person feel uncomfortable yeah if they say I love your hair and you're like oh my god thank you so much like they're like of course and they move on with their day if you're like a confident person in like how you act just carry yourself confidently it will make other people feel better and feel less uncomfortable and make them feel more confident I think and it leaves no room for judgment because they're not going to judge you for something that you feel confident about. Yeah. You know, like, and if they do, then it's like, okay, then you're just jealous. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Then it turns into jealousy. Yeah. But if you're super not confident and you're like not making eye contact or something, then it's like, it puts them in an uncomfortable position because they're like, does this person not like me? Like what's going on? And obviously I think they're thinking about themselves. Yeah. But seriously walk into a room, pretend. I always think like in my mind, Pretend you're like Taylor Swift. Like I always yeah. think about this because I'm like. How Obviously, we're in a unique position because yeah. we frequently do that. Yeah. Like for real. But so even, like, <laughs> if you're going to, I can't think of like if you're going to a meeting, okay, like yeah. for work with like a bunch of people that you don't know. Think about like how would Taylor Swift walk into her work meeting? She wouldn't be like so nervous. Like she might be in her mind, but she doesn't come across that way. 
So I think like Desi right for me. She thinks I'm mine. And like you would never think that Taylor Swift would write the Archer. Like no, literally, like she wrote the Archer. She wrote Mirrorball. Yeah. She wrote You're Losing Me. So like she's relatable in that aspect, but also like. Think about how, like, she would walk into a room and then just be like, okay, I'm going to be cool like her, and then, like, walk into the room like that. Yeah. Like, she goes on stage and does everything that yeah. she does, but she, like, still feels that way. So, like, everyone feels that way. Yeah. And the reason that, like, I think she has such good stage presence is because she's so confident on stage. But, like, she's, like, she owns the room. Like, yeah. she has everyone in the palm of her hand. And, like, it's because she's, like, putting on this sense of confidence, whether it's, like, she's playing a character or, like, that's how she actually yeah. is. Like, I think you can just do that in your whole life, whether yeah. it's, like, to your, the outfit that you're wearing, like, yeah. talking to people. I think that's, like, I wish I could tell every single person in the world just to pretend because yeah. it, like, will change your life. I think about that all the time. Yeah. But then I don't do it. Right. <laughs> I do it sometimes. It depends on how bad my anxiety is. <laughs> it does help anxiety a lot to yeah. just pretend. Yeah. Because then But if it's, like, really bad, then I'm done. Yeah, exactly. But then once you're like, okay, I'm going to walk in this room. I'm going to pretend like I'm Taylor Swift and like, I'm going to do what she would do. I'm just going to say hi to everyone. Be really nice. Like, I also find that like being nice to people makes you feel better and like more confident yeah. because then they react better to it. Yeah. And so I think like once you're in the situation and you've done it, then it's like, oh, this wasn't so hard. I can keep going. Yeah. It's just like, I got to get through the first. Okay. This is really not, I mean, it is but like. <laughs> really random example but have you watched the duff no god you need to watch the movie i know okay well in the movie i know i love that movie it's so good it's kind of like she's all that where like he's like making her over for like this other person and so he like takes her to the mall and he like has her like go up to all these guys and ask them out and she's like so awkward and like can't do it but then by like I don't know, it was, like, some obscene amount of people that she had talked to because it's a movie. But, like, eventually, like, she found somebody that she, like, could talk to and, like, not be weird. Yeah. And it's just kind of, like, exposure therapy. It's like, kind of, like, almost like you stop caring as much. Yeah. Because the more you do something, it becomes easier. Yeah. I find, like, when you're doing, when I do, like, new things I've never done before, that's when I get, like, most scared. It's also a lot easier once you're not in school anymore. Exactly. Like, once you're not in high school and college, you're not seeing the same people every day. Exactly. And so, like, if you go up to a random person in a bar or something, like, you're you probably don't, never going to... Yeah, you'll probably never see that person again. Yeah. It's not like in, like, college, if you go to someone, like, at a party, you're going to see them in, like, a classroom yeah. the next semester or something like yeah. that. Like, it's much easier once you're not in school anymore. I feel like everything that I've said the past, like, 20 minutes, I would have never said in college or high Oh, absolutely. Ever. Well... I don't think I would have said it in college. Like, I still cared so much what people thought about me. Yeah, I... Well... I'm gonna be honest, I don't know that I ever really cared, yeah. but, like... Yeah. <laughs> that's also just how I am as a person. Yeah. Um, but, like... I'm, like, trying to think. I did some really embarrassing things in college, so it's just, like, <laughs> I feel like at that point, it's just kind of, like, I, just like whatever. Like, yeah. Mm, this is my life now. In high school, though, I really did, and then college, I just kind of, like, I don't know. It gets easier. It does get easier, and then I feel like once you're with... High school is just so freaking hard because you've been with them forever. Right now, I feel, I feel for you. Like you, you've been with those people forever, mm-hmm. and like you feel like those are like the only people in the world, and it's just like, and everyone knows Life everything. Is so much better. It does, and like you feel like everyone knows everything, mm-hmm. and I feel like even in college, like my friends knew everything, obviously, and like I still went to a pretty small school, so like some people did know when I did stuff that was embarrassing. Mm-hmm. 
but I, you also, like, got the chance to reinvent yourself completely. Yeah. You could literally be, like, I didn't go to school with anybody that I went to high school with. So it was just, like, I got to be, like, a completely different person. Yeah. And I think that's where it, like, yeah. started for mm-hmm. me. And it's so much easier once you're not around the same people And then day. once you're out of, like, even if you didn't go to college, just once you're out of, like, the school situation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're your own person. Yeah. And it's, like, it's so it was better. like It was, like, a progression for it's me. Like, it was, like, college so and then after college yeah. it got so much better. And then I started posting on TikTok and now here we are. Yeah. I think the other thing is, like, the one thing I wish I could tell myself, like, my whole entire life, but mostly, like, after I graduated college, I think, like, once you stop going to school, it's really confusing because your whole life you've had, like, okay, you went to preschool, then you went to kindergarten, then you went to elementary school, then you went to middle school, then you went to high school. and Like, like, there's always a plan for something something. next. Yeah, and then once it ends, you're, like, oh, my God, I have no idea what I want to do with my life. Like, nothing makes sense. I don't know where I want to live. And, like, at that time, I thought I was the only person that felt like that. Yeah, no, it's the worst time. everyone. It's, like, the deciding where you want to go to college because it feels like it's, like, so detrimental. Like, you feel like that's, like, the most important decision of your life. When it's not. No. At all. No. It's just where you live and And also, like, if you go to a school and you don't like it, you can go somewhere else. Exactly. It's, like, not like high school where you're stuck there forever. Exactly. But, like, it just feels like it's such a hard decision. And then nothing literally nothing not one single thing will prepare you for how it feels after college it's and people are always like it's horrible and i always thought it was like yeah i don't want to leave my friends either no No. it is the worst feeling in the entire world you are so lost and like i don't want to scare anyone but no it's horrible horrible. like you're leaving all of your friends that you have like become so close with like you've literally lived with these people for four years maybe even more than four years and like you have no idea where you want to live exactly it feels like so it's like you have no money no you have no money you don't know what you want to do job wise and you feel like you're supposed to be already in a career that you're going to do for the whole entire rest of your life yeah even though you just got out of school yeah and like I know a lot of people, one of my friends just had this, I literally just had this conversation with one of them because she graduates, I think, next year, I want to say. I don't know. She just got back from study abroad in London, which is what I did my junior year. And so she got back, I think she's literally doing the same thing I did. Like, I think she just got back her junior year from study abroad and she's going to be a senior next year. But we were talking about it and she was like, I'm like not really happy in New York anymore. Like, I've been here for four years. Like, it's just like a lot. And she was like, and I feel like I should love London because, like, everyone that studies abroad, like, immediately wants to, like, live there forever. Yeah. And she's like, but I just, like, don't want to do that either. And then she's like, I just want something, like, slower. But, like, I don't want to be, like, and yeah. we were talking about, like, trying to figure out where you want to live because, like, after college, it's, like. It's awful. You have so many options after college that it's, like. World. Yeah. And it's so scary. Yeah. Because you're on your own, kid. You're on your own, kid. The no, scary part like, is actually, you're on your own, kid. The exciting part is you're, <laughs> you're on, on your, your own, own kid. <laughs> um, but no, it really is like you have you have so many options, like work wise, living wise. Your friends are going all over the place, yeah. like and some if you don't, are getting really good jobs. And exactly. Like, Why don't I have a corporate job? Yeah, like if some people have, like the rest of your friends are getting jobs and you're not, it can feel like so horrible. And not even, like, self-esteem-wise, but just more like you're lost. Like, more like, yeah. what's my purpose in life? Like, what am I doing? Like, should I be doing what they're doing? Why am I not making that amount of money? Like, yeah. it's just so... It's horrible. It's horrible. And the one thing, like, I wish I could just shake myself and be like, no one knows what they're doing, first of all. Yeah. Even though some, like, adults have it all figured out, so it seems, their parents... I, I was listening to this podcast, and they were saying, it's weird to think about how, like, parents like this is their first time like doing life too yeah like this is the first time of them being like 40 50 like 
they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. So, like, no one in the world knows what they're doing. Also, wherever you go or whatever you do is not permanent. Like, my thing was always, like, once I graduated from college, I was, like, I want to move away, like, from Colorado. Because, like, yeah. I've always lived here. Like, yeah. I thought that's what I should be doing. Like, and yeah. I was, like, I don't like it here because that's what, like, you know, people say. Yeah, they're, like, we want to go to the beach. Up. Or, like, yeah, yeah, like, I don't want to live where I grew up, yeah. you know? And then I, like, you know, didn't know where I wanted to go, so I didn't go anywhere. And then I was, like, oh, my God, like, beating myself up because I was, like, I told myself I wasn't going to stay here. Like, why am I doing this? Like, I'm so confused. And then, like, COVID happened. And then... Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. And then, like, things started happening in my life that, like, if I wouldn't have stayed here, none of it would have happened. Like, I got so many experiences of travel with, like, you know, different situations. But, like, the more I traveled, the more I saw, like, wait a second. I actually like it here. Yeah. And, like, I wouldn't want to live any of this other places and like maybe there are certain places that I would want to live but not right now yeah and like that's okay and you know in 40 years I could go live in like Antarctica and like that could be my path in life but like (laughs) and like if I I've always wanted to live in like California like San Diego or like somewhere like San Francisco or something and I was always like, oh my god, I have to do it now like this is my chance I have to do it right now but like no you literally don't your whole entire life yeah and so I think like everyone just like like slow down slow down it's gonna be fine no one knows what they're doing if you graduate from college and get a job at olive garden i hope you have fun there like, yeah it, no one cares it literally doesn't matter and i will say i feel like i'm not gonna say that i was lucky yeah but like that was postponed for me because i graduated in 2020 like yeah. i graduated in quarantine so like literally no one had anything going out. on yeah. like no one there was like nobody to compare it to because we were all just like exactly fucked. yeah <laughs> and um I, like, did freelance work, and I, like, nannied. So I did, like, nothing with yeah. my... Like, I nannied for a year and a half, and, like... But, like, again, nobody knew what was going on at that time, so, like, it wasn't so scary. But then once stuff started opening back up again, it was, like, so bad, because I was, like, living at home. Yeah. And, like, I went to school out of state, so moving back home was, like, horrible for me. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was, like, oh, my God, I'm going backwards. Like, this sucks so bad. And, um, and my town is just, like, so small, and, like there's i hate fucker county but it's fine um like it's just like little redneck rural virginia like it's just so awful it's really pretty but the people there are horrible and i just was like i can't live here again like this is literally my worst nightmare and um sorry mom love you she's like no 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 i did love living with my parents i'm also an only child so like living with my parents was like not a big deal like i don't care like my parents more like bff so it's fine but i just was like i feel like i'm going backwards and then like everybody else is getting jobs and like moving places and i was like i can't get a job and i couldn't decide where i wanted to live because again literally the entire world is my oyster it's like too many options gets you overwhelmed which you're like what do i do and i will say it's really hard to get a job if you're not living in that place like i was trying to apply to jobs in colorado and i could not get anything and i was like it got to the point where i just like literally moved here without a job and when I was talking to my friend about this, the one that just got back from study abroad, I was, she was like, how did you, like, decide that you wanted to move to Colorado? Because it's just, like, so ra- – like, I went to school in Michigan and I'm from Virginia. Like, it's really random. And I was like, I had a really short list. I had, like, traveled a little bit during college or, like, in high school even. And there's like, places that I really liked, but I, like, wasn't sure if I wanted to live there. So I, like – once the travel bans and, like, the vaccines came back out, I was like – I started visiting those places again, like, in the mindset of – not doing like the touristy things but like going there as if i was gonna live there 
and like trying to experience it as like a local and like I did that when my friends moved out here in like September and I came to visit her and I was like oh yeah like this is why I'm gonna move here and that's just how I decided but then like you literally it's so hard to get jobs and you don't live in the state or even like the general area of where you're applying to because people think like the employers like always assume that you're gonna expect them to pay for your like relocation fees Mm. which like was not the case for me at all like I had saved up for a year and a half living at home like I didn't I was gonna pay for my move and they just all assume that though so they won't even interview you so if you're like trying to move somewhere new after school pick your spot first like save up pick your spot and move before you like start looking for a job and you could go work at like a coffee shop yeah or like do something yeah like I most of the people that I know once we graduated from college got like a not corporate not serious nine to five like more of like bartending waitressing working retail like until you can figure out like either a side hustle that you want to turn into a job or applying for jobs while you're doing that yeah like like just something to to like be making money exactly like yeah like you don't have to like graduate college wake up one day apply for corporate jobs get a corporate job do that for until you're 90 yeah like if that's your path sure i literally nannied a three-year-old for a year and a half with my business and graphic design degrees like nutrition (laughs) degree never once in my life i've used it so i just want everyone to know if you like my life right now is better than i ever thought it would be and if i can make it out alive you can no literally (laughs) Like, like life is so weird like is, and that's also something that like people would always be like life is so weird and i'm like i don't like why would you ever say that and now because <laughs> i'm like my life's not weird like i've just been doing everything like i'm not happy whatever like not yeah. like not happy but yeah nothing you're just ever... like going through the motions exactly and now i like every single day wake up and i'm like life is so weird yeah and until you like feel that you'll weird in a non-derogatory way weird in a good way like weird in a like how did this happen in the best way possible yeah like how's this real yeah like life doesn't feel real right now no at all all. like no and it's not even because like we're getting paid to say taylor swift on stage right like that obviously (laughs) is very strange as a job right but more like oh my god like we're living in an apartment like yeah we're old like yeah we have like complete control over our lives exactly and like for a long time that's really scary and it still is scary but it gets to a point where it's like more exciting than it is scary you get used to it after it's not scary anymore once you like understand the concept of like yeah taxes and rent and like living after that you're good (laughs) after you understand no one understands that yeah yeah after you understand no one knows what they're doing it's fine because yeah everyone just doesn't know what they're doing together and it gets easier yeah back to being the main character (laughs) (laughs) and that is the entirety of (laughs) you're on your own kid by taylor swift honestly I feel like we're, like, motivational speakers right now, but I I just, like, feel like I have so much advice for people because I feel like I really was so lost for so long. Not, like, fully lost, but, like, just confused. Also, literally, no matter what choice you make, it's not going to be the wrong one. Like, it's going to lead you to the right spot eventually. Exactly. Like, I randomly decided to move to the state, and I met Aspen at a Taylor (laughs) Fest. And look at us now. 
Like, that's so weird. Life is so... See, life is so weird. Like, that's just so... Life like, is so weird. And now we both like, work for Taylor Swift and have this podcast. I feel like people understand, like, the gravity of that situation. Yeah. Like, I literally randomly decided to move here. Yeah. Aspen randomly decided to go to a Taylor Fest. I also randomly decided to go to a Taylor Fest. I was on stage. Aspen was on stage. Aspen walked up to compliment my t-shirt. I complimented her dress back. That was it. That was the only conversation. And then the next day she showed up on on my For You page. And I was like, this is the girl I met last night. Yeah. And then we followed each other and literally. So like, it's just weird. Like the tiny moments that happened to get us to that point. Like if I would have never made my TikTok account at that point, at that time I did not have a lot of followers. Yeah. If like you would have never made your TikTok account, we probably no. would have never connected because how would we have ever found each other past that yeah. night? Yeah. And also like, how are we going to know that complimenting each other's outfits at Taylor yeah, Fest would lead, lead, lead us to a year of a podcast <laughs> and working for Taylor Fest? Like, that's so fucking weird. And it's not just us that, like, I know this is a weird situation. Yeah, like, this is very hyper-specific. But, like, <laughs> it, even in, like, quote-unquote regular jobs, because I wouldn't consider yeah. this a regular job. <laughs> I mean, but I you guess maybe. <laughs> yeah. There's still moments that's, like, for example, one of my friends met her now boyfriend through her job, and there's just so many, like, little moments that, like, came from them meeting, and they're, like, literally the perfect match. Like, I, they're perfect for each other. And it's just, like, stuff like that where it's, like, if you would have never been there on that day, or if you would have never taken that job, or if you would have never said that to that person, like, none of this yeah. would ever happen. It's also just, like, really romanticizing your own life kind yep. of thing. No, the number one like way to be the only main character of your life is to romanticize everything yeah romanticize the cup that you drink your coffee out of in the morning yeah like what you wear to bed your pajamas like you're in a coming of age movie exactly (laughs) put in your headphones listen to your music on your morning walk like there's so many little things that you can do throughout your day that make you like well at least for me like have a better day feel like i'm like have my life together even though i absolutely don't correct like I just want to make it very clear. I have <laughs> nothing together. Correct. <laughs> but I have mental breakdowns at least once a week. Obviously. So. Um, and still, mental breakdowns about being like, what am I doing with my life? Where is yeah. this all going? I'm so confused. Like I get really stressed out. Exactly. And I stress myself but out until I cry. <laughs> yeah. We just say cry. It's fine. <laughs> but then romanticize the cry. If you're going to cry... Listen to a sad song. Right. Right. <laughs> or like, there's just so many things like, um, growing up, I was always like very extra. Like everyone was like, you're extra because like, I would always wear like sparkles and like, <laughs> you know, I still do stuff like this, but it's just like, it's I found normal. my people now that do yeah. it with me Yeah. before I didn't have that. So yeah. it was just like me, like on my birthday, it would always be like, we would go all out, not like buying a bunch of stuff, but like. I would be wearing, like, a tiara when I was, like, 22. Like, right. I would bring a sparkly dress. Like, I would put – I would bring out all the stops because I'm, like, what else am I going to be able to do? It's, like, this is fun. Yeah. And everyone would be, like, you're so extra. I love it. And I'm, like, well, this is just, like, wow, I want to dress Yeah. Like, like, I want to dress like I'm, like, five years old. I think, like, just romanticizing, like, little things like that will make you be happier. And that is the goal of life is to just be happy. Yeah. Because life's too And also, like – Again, while you're in school, it's so hard. And, like, what Aspen just said, like, finding your people. Yeah, you got to find your people. When you're in school, it's really hard because you're, like, limited to who you're going to school with. Yeah. And, like, obviously, you're going to find your people in school 
eventually. Like, but you might not find your people that are like as much yeah. your people as like your people that you will find later in life. They're like your eras. Exactly. You go through eras in life. You do. I love and that. Kendra and I were talking about that the other day because like we were talking about old tattoos that we got when we were like eighteen. Yeah. And we're like, we don't like them anymore, but yeah. like they were, they're like our different eras. It's like, like we wanted it at some point. Yeah. Like, and like also, there's always like the like proximity friendships, you know, mm-hmm. like the people that like you're only friends with because you're like with them every day or like you see them in class every day mm-hmm. or whatever. And like I still talk to like, like three people from high school regularly. Like there's like not very many. And like college, I still have like my handful of people that I still talk to. Like, I don't know. Like, you've, you'll find more people ever since. Like, it's... Yeah. It doesn't stop at one point. Yeah. And I think, too, like, with friends... Aspen and I met last year. Yeah, and look at us now. Literally, every time I think about, like... Oh, it's disgusting. It's so weird. It gives, makes my skin crawl. <laughs> I'm about to jump out my window. I'm not kidding. <laughs> like, I it's think so too, weird. Like, we're really similar. Yeah. But I think, too, like, you don't have to have, like, all my other friends other than you. Yeah. Like, one of my best friends, Claire, we're exact opposites. Yeah. On everything. I mean, there's Gabby, not Amber, exactly. Like, <laughs> there's like not one thing about us that's the same other than like our humor and our yeah. like communication style. Right. And so it's like you gotta have some like the important core values. Obviously. But like she will never go on social media to end her life. I literally post every single day. Like yeah. it's just those type of things, like it's fine to be opposite, but like you just have to have like respect and like the same core values. And I think it's easy to have like surface level friendships, like with you said, like in class yeah. or whatever, but you'll find your people that like are just fun to be around. And, and if you haven't found them yet, that's okay. And you, you will. will. Yeah. And it's like, I have like six friends. Yeah. Like truly that yeah. I'm like, you're my friend. Yeah. And then like a lot of like, you know, friends of friends and stuff like that. But I think like a lot of people seem like they have so many friends and like they're doing this and they're doing that, but it's like, no one really has, like, that huge of a social circle. No. It's so hard to make friends outside of college. Yeah. And I think, like, a lot of people don't talk about that, too, is, like, when you move somewhere new. Like, even going to college, it's hard to make friends. Yeah. But, like, once you're out of school, it's, like, it's impossible because you either meet them, like... Like, we had a weird situation. Yeah, I just... <laughs> I was going to say, like, my advice would be to, like, do things that, like, you really enjoy doing and, like, go do them alone. And then you'll find people that like to do those things, too. Like, yeah. Taylor Fest. Like, yeah. you're Even in a room with like people. Even if it's, like, a workout class. Same. Yeah, like, yeah. just do stuff that, like, makes you happy. And then at least you're meeting people that have one thing in common with yeah. you already. Or, like, go get a job. Like, if you have a full-time job and you, like, don't really like anyone at your work and you're, like super passionate about like animals or something like go volunteer at an animal shelter maybe yeah. you'll meet a friend there like yeah like just just do stuff that like brings you joy and yeah. then you'll find people that have that interest and then you already have something in common yeah. it's like so easy manifestation slash lucky girl syndrome okay first of all manifestation it's I'm, so real you guys so real like and it's I'm crazy not, i'm not the type of person that's like write down 600 times I oh see i do that okay well not that but like that, like that works that yeah just, like doesn't work for me i like the three I six distracted. i like the three six nine method i think that's so good because you like know it gives something to like focus on and work towards i think yeah and it's like in your mind if you don't know what it is the three six nine method is like i did this a lot for i did this a lot for like concert tickets <laughs> like I do it to like gain my self confidence back yeah like, so <laughs> what ha- how you do it is like you write it three like you have the sentence like I will or you don't want to say it like I will you want to say it like you already have it in the present tense like that's how it works so like I am da 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 and you write it three times in the morning and then 
six times in the afternoon and then nine times at night. So, like, it's, like, front of your mind all the time. And you're, like, constantly seeing that sentence. Yeah. And then it becomes true. And I think, like, it's not some magical, like, witch power thing. No. It's more like you're seeing that every single day. Like, say you're saying, like, it says, I... Wait, what did you say? I am? Yeah. Like, it has to be, like, present tense. Like, I am are... going to New York City this year. Yeah. And you, like, write that down every single day. Or even, like, I am in New York City. Yeah, I'm in New York City. You yeah. think, like, even on a vacation. Yeah. And you think about that, think about think, think about that. It's not like one day someone's just going to be like, hey, I have these tickets to New York. Like, maybe yeah. that might happen. Yeah. But also, it's more like, okay, it's on the top of your mind. You want to make extra money to be able to do that. Maybe someone's like, do you want to go on a trip? And then you're like, yeah, yeah. I want to go to New York. And then one day you're in New York. And it, like, yeah. comes together that way. Yeah. I think it... A lot of people, like, think about manifestation and they're like, okay, that's not real because it's not like you're just going to say something and then it's going to happen. But it's more like the things you think about are the things that happen. It's like... You're, like, making the opportunities for yourself. Exactly. And also, like, you can negatively manifest, too. Yeah. So, like, if you're, like, constantly talking down to yourself mm-hmm. or, like, saying that something bad's going to happen, It'll it's going to happen because you keep talking about it. In like, one way or another. You have to, like... This is what... <sighs> Tell us your wisdom. I'm, like, very, very passionate about affirmations, and I just feel like you need to talk to yourself as you would talk to, like, someone that you love. Like, you shouldn't be, like, tearing yourself down because you would never say that to, like, your friends or your family or, like, anyone in your life that's important to you, and you should be, like, the most important person in your life, so you should be able to talk to yourself in a positive way. And I always see people say, talk to yourself, like, imagine a picture of you from when you were little. Yeah. And, like, saying the things that you say to yourself now to that person. Yeah. And it's, like, heartbreaking, like, some of the things. But then it's, like, oh, my God, yeah, she would be so proud of me. Or, yeah. Or, like, she would be, like, shocked that I did this or did that. Yeah. And so, like, I think that's a good way to, like, if you find yourself about to say something negative in your mind about yourself or, like, something that you're doing, like, just, like, go to that place or, like, go to, like, what I say this to, like, my sister yeah. or my brother or my best friend, whatever. Um. And if you wouldn't, then just, like, think about something else. And like Stop yourself. Yeah, because you could, again, negatively manifest things. Like, if you put stuff out for too long, like, it's going to manifest itself. And then yeah. it's going to happen. And you're going to be like, wow, my worst fear just came true. Yeah. Because I was talking about it for so long. Yeah. This is a really small example. But <laughs> one of my friends, their top um, uh, surprise song was Maroon. And the day before the show, or, like... I don't know. She had, like, posted a couple of videos about, like, her worst fear being that she'd play Maroon the oh. day before her show. And that's literally exactly what happened. And I was like... I, hey, that's wild. Yeah. I was like, why would you, why would you post would that? You put that into the universe? Like, sometimes I find myself being like, oh, God, what if she plays Afterglow tonight? And then I'm like, nope. I, no, that's not happening. It's not going to happen. not happening. I literally say it, and then I'm like, no, but she's not going to because she's going to play it in Denver. Like, yeah. it's... She's going she's to play it in play Denver. Denver. Like, it's just... If she doesn't play it in Denver, she's going to play it in LA. I have the shirt. Right. To. Like, it's going to happen. Like, it's going to happen, and I know it's going yeah. to happen. Like, I'm so confident about the fact that it's going to happen that I'm not even worried. Yeah. <laughs> I think, too, like, on a bigger example than that. Like, the, like, that's just an example yeah. that everybody can relate to that listens yeah, to this yeah. podcast, okay? Like, that's, an, that's kind of like a flute. Like, it's not like a wild yeah. thing, but, like, she didn't really have that much control over yeah. that situation. But I feel like if you're, like, manifesting something negative could be, like, if you're in, like, a friendship or a relationship and you're, like oh my god, like, this is gonna end, or, like, they're mad at me, yep. or, like, that, and you think about it, think about it, think about it, and then 
you're like acting different in the friendship or the relationship because you're like you so think, in your head about yeah, it. Yeah, and you're like so anxious about it. And then they're like, what's wrong? And you're like, you don't like me anymore. It's like, like self-sabotage. Exactly. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, well, I don't want to be with somebody who's like this or we I don't want to be so friends. wise right now. <laughs> literally so wise. We sound so wise. We, I, I you hope guys, you guys are learning stuffing today. Like this is crazy. Like, I could literally <laughs> talk about this for hours. We like know stuff. We're like really smart actually. Like we shouldn't make people pay for this. <laughs> And I swear in like two years, we're going to look back and be like, what were we talking about? I look at, I think that about the episodes that we started with. So. Yeah. Yeah. But I think about that in like what I was thinking two years ago yeah. about like life, what I yeah. know about life. Like I yeah. didn't know anything. How can a person know All everything right. at eight? Um, <laughs> but along with manifestation, like the lucky girl syndrome is like literally just manifestation just with the I'm so lucky everything works out for me phrase yeah. like that's literally Positivity. just it's just manifest like you could literally do the three six nine method with I am I'm so, so lucky. lucky everything works out yeah. for me when the thing about the lucky girl syndrome is you're thinking I'm so lucky I'm so lucky I'm so lucky and it's not like you're being like oh today someone's gonna drop flowers off at my house because I'm so lucky it's more yeah. like I'm a really lucky person like everything works out for me and then when something does work out yeah. for you, then you're like, you're oh my like, God, I Whoa, am so lucky. I'm so lucky. Yeah. And then you get happy and you get excited about it. And then more things start happening and maybe they were going to happen anyways. Yeah. But at the end of the day, the more like positivity that you bring and like what we were talking about at the beginning of this episode, like the nicer you are to people, like if you're nice to someone in the grocery store or you're like sitting next to them at the airport or something like <laughs> this is such a strange example, but my boyfriend is literally the nicest person on earth to like strangers <laughs> and I'm not like that. Like I'm not mean to them, but I yeah. will never go up to a random person and start a yeah. conversation unless it's like at a Taylor Swift night or whatever. Yeah. And he will sit at like the airport and talk to people yeah. and like it kind of annoys me sometimes because I'm like, I don't want to socialize right now, right. but like he's talking to them. He met these random people. He travels a lot for work by himself. He met these people at a bar the first night he was in a new city, like at the hotel bar, he was like getting a drink. He started talking with them. Of course, he started the conversation. They invited him on his boat or on their boat. <laughs> right. They had a yacht and oh they're like, God. we would love to have you. Like, you seem so nice. Like, they were really clicking. And like, in my mind, I'm like, he's going to get murdered because that's right. just like, that would my be my mind. Mind. Right. I'm a girl. Yeah. But he didn't. <laughs> so like stuff like that. Because he's a man. Yeah. A, <laughs> it actually all happened because he's a man, not because he's lucky. <laughs> but like in like my mind i'm like you're so lucky like everything works out for you like stuff yeah. like that but it's just because he's such a positive and like, yeah, nice person exactly but i think about that i'm like if you think you're so lucky things will just keep going good and then you don't really realize the bad stuff as much because you're like no i'm lucky like even though this happened like something yeah. else will happen yeah it's all about mindset it is yeah and it's so much easier said than done and like i just like it's about mindset and just everything comes back around. Like, yeah. it's so crazy. Karma. Like, it's just so wild. The universe is wild. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, think about... I don't know. I can't even, like, think of a certain example, I guess, other than, like, Kanye West. Kanye's going to chuck you down. It's so true. Like, look at him now. Town. Yeah. He, like... He's, like, the most hated celebrity alive. Exactly. And, like, at the time, Taylor was a pretty hated celebrity, but everything settled out. No one hates her anymore because of that situation, and, like, tables have turned. Yeah. So I think, like, that's obviously a very specific example. But if you, like, have that in your mindset, too, you'll start to realize, like, oh, this happened in my life because of this, or, like, wow, that person did something bad to me, but, like, look at them now and, like, yeah. look at me. 
And it's not like you're comparing, but it's more like you need to make yourself feel better about some things. <laughs> Even if it's like a shitty ex and they go bald. Exactly. My ex-boyfriend went to a mental hospital. it's funny because i already knew that i know i know should i keep that in you would never listen because you have to keep that in it's so funny (laughs) said it like so monotone like matter of fact it's not dramatic at all Anyways, and look at me now. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's funny because I don't know if I've ever talked about this on here. (laughs) I say this every time I tell a story. I don't know what I've told you and what I haven't. I mean, Aspen knows. But when I was in college, um, one of my friends I ended up talking to for a while, like romantically, I suppose. And and he ended up lying to our entire friend group that he was dying. No comment. And... He, like, lied that he had this terminal illness, and I, like... You should have gone to the mental hospital with the I, yeah, other guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I called him out on it years later, and he ended up saying that it was, like, a miracle, and he survived and, like, had Bye. another 10 years, and I'm like, okay, sure. Anyway, found out he was lying. It's fine. And I just, like, think it's so funny because <laughs> I used to make fun of him all the time because his, like, dating app bio was, like, literally word for word i will never forget this on tinder his like bio was literally quote would you believe me if i said i was a model end quote like this man wanted to be like famous so bad oh my god and i just think it's so funny because now he like has a boring job and he like plays volleyball on the weekend sometimes and I go on stage and I sing Taylor Swift songs and I have a following on TikTok. Like, it's just, like, so funny. Yeah. Like, I'm just, like... (laughs) Because you never did anything, like, bad to him. No. Karma's gonna track He's a liar and a (laughs) cheat. And alone in life. (laughs) And mean. And mean. So, yeah, I think we covered all the bases. I hope this was, like, really inspirational and motivational. If anyone I went to college with is listening to this... Please disregard that story because I've never told it on the internet. I don't think Please. so. I have like drafts. If you're listening, no, you're not. I have drafts on TikTok about it because it's just like so funny and yeah, like I know if it, I know that it, like it would do well on TikTok because yeah. it's just like what the fuck. You but I like refuse to post it. When that one trend was going around, one thing about me is oh yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> I literally had so many drafts for it because like it fits so many trends, but I just like never posted them because I'm like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, is it worth it? Yeah, exactly. The podcast listeners, like, get the inside scoop I always yeah, feel like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, there's a lot of things that I would never post on TikTok yeah. that, I would, that I say on this podcast. Yeah. Because I'm, like... I think that all the time, like, I always feel like people that follow me on TikTok, like, don't even know who I am no, or, like, what I do. at all. And I always think, like, I need to do, like, a, like, get, a, get ready with me and, like, get to know me yeah, video like, or something. Because, like, from the outside, our lives are so confusing. Yeah, very confusing. So, like, I feel like... They have no idea what's going on, and so. I also feel like a wonderful. But you guys do, exactly. Same. I hope this podcast was comforting. Yeah. And like lifts, uplifting, and you walk away feeling like excited about life and like ready to like pay it forward or like do a random act of kindness or something. Like you're on your own, kid, but everybody else is too. So yeah, so we're all together on our own. DM us if you liked this or if you want to hear more or like any topics that you guys do want to hear us talk about, even if it is like something that happened in like pop culture news. Let's start an advice column. 
<laughs> I want to do that so bad. That'd be so fun. <laughs> <gasps> that would be so fun. If you guys need advice on anything, let us know. We'll we keep do, it like, advice at the beginning of every episode. We'll keep it anonymous. Obviously, yeah, that'd be great. I do listen to some podcasts where they like do advice episodes, and they give advice, and I'm like, that is the worst advice I've ever right. heard. <laughs> and I'm like, I can do so much better. Right. <laughs> We'd be great at advice. Yeah, we really would. Because we're just like, who cares what anyone thinks? Like, live your yeah. life. Oh my god, I want to like know everyone's problems now. <laughs> like, <laughs> let me tell you. Let me tell you. Okay, well, follow us on Instagram at Bernie the Disco Down Pod, and that's where you can DM us too if you need any advice or if you're like, I want to submit it anonymously. We could like figure out a way to do that too. I think yeah, there's I like mean, platforms. Yeah, there's like a ask. It's not ask FM, but it's, it's like just, that. Yeah, it's like that, but you can do it on your Instagram story. Yeah. And then follow us on TikTok at Burning the Disco Down and like all of our videos and maybe even leave a comment saying how much you like our podcast. And Or if you don't like it, you could also say that because it will get us a little bit more, um, what's it called? It'll like boost the algorithm. Yeah, boost the algorithm. Except if you do that, just know I will be commenting back. So I'll come back hearts and say thank you for your feedback. I hope you have a wonderful day. Love you. Because we're spreading positivity. Except I will come for your right Karma will track you down. I'm karma. <laughs> I was wait, no, this is funny. I was I was scrolling on TikTok today and there's this video of this girl like posting about how Kiki Palmer posted a video about karma, like the song. Oh yeah. And and then Taylor commented on it and was like, Love you, whatever. And the girl was just posting about the fact that she did that. And somebody commented and they were like What's even the point of your account? Like, do you just report on stupid shit like this? <gasps> and I was like, that's so annoying. And, like, a lot of people had already, like, defended her back to that person. Yeah. But I of course saw you it. Had to get an I obviously had to intervene, <laughs> even though I don't know the person that they commented on the video of. Like, I have no idea who this person is. <laughs> but I commented back, and I was like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared. Uh, first of all, their account was, like, Literally an account for the weekend, like oh yeah, like able Stan account, yeah, and it was like edits, and I literally commented back, and I was like, "What's the point of your account making mediocre edits and commenting stupid shit on people's videos?" <laughs> <laughs> and the person who originally posted the video liked my comment, and I was like, "Yeah, you're Slay. welcome." <laughs> Kaya's always in the comments, actually defending. I will, even if She's I don't know you. Than the troops out there. If, even if I don't know you, I will be defending you in your comment section. I don't even worry. <laughs> don't even worry i'll be there <laughs> call on kaya next time if there's you guys a problem, tag if you guys her. have a hater in your in your comment session <laughs> just, just tag, tag me yeah tag the podcast too please <laughs> <laughs> i'll take one for the team <laughs> yeah. okay love you guys i hope this was helpful even though it's unsolicited advice that no one asked for but we love you so much. We wanted to share our wise wisdom with you in this very chaotic and not serious TED talk. <laughs> love you. Bye. <laughs>